That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, well, how much did you need? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? <laughs> Woo! My gun dirty, my brick clean. I'm riding dirty, my dick clean. She talk dirty, but her mouth clean. Bitch, I'm MC Hammer, I'm about cream. I got 30 cars, whole lot of dancers. I take them everywhere. I'm MC Hammer, started selling dope. I'm too legit to quit. When it's hammer time, I'm pulling out the sticks. I'm at the car lot, I'm going broke. I pay for five, they front a couple more. I take them home, like I do my hoes. I dress them up, I buy them clothes. Glass slippers, I gas hoes. Now she acting brand new on you assholes. Limousines, I did that. Pseudo goose, where I live at. My top back, I'm circumcised. I pull it back just to go inside. She thinking Philippe, I'm thinking Wingstop. Fiending lemon pepper, I got my I can make a hundred yard line start to dash. I can make a whole lick of fish start to splash. I can make Conan and the Titans clash. I can make Metallica and Guns N' Roses crash. And I shall proceed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with the host, Rod and Karen. And we got a very special guest in the house this yes, week. Yes, we do. Um, it's my cousin, Anthony Morrow. Um, if y'all follow me on Twitter, then y'all already know how I feel, so I'm all geeked up right now. Um, say what's up to everybody, Ant. What's good, everybody? What's good? We got uh, some questions in for Anthony and everything um, from different listeners and uh, some people on message boards and stuff. Like okay. A lot of people real excited to talk to him or hear what he has to say about stuff. Cool. And then I wrote my own questions, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, obviously we had just the regular topics that we talk about. But uh, before we get into all that, let me go ahead and say uh, you can leave comments on the podcast by going to Podomatic.com, search the Black Guy with Tips, go to Facebook, search the Black Guy with Tips, or go to iTunes and search the Black Guy with Tips. All you got to know is those words, the Black Guy with Tips, and just search for that, and you'll find this shit somewhere. So, uh, just, But you can leave comments for the episode, and um, also, don't forget that the official weapon of the podcast is what? Official weapon, the taser. Yeah, so <laughs> we down about we about to taser. We try to do the non-lethal violence up yeah. in here. And the unofficial sport of the podcast is football. So don't forget, you know, if y'all play bullet ball, you know what I'm saying. Make sure y'all make sure y'all get some practice in. my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, and how was how was Twilight, man? Did you stand out in line last night? 
I didn't. I ain't see it. You ain't gonna see, see it. Oh, okay. I thought I saw you on the news. <laughs> nah, man. They was crunk <laughs> about that. They was tweeting all night long about that. I was asleep. I need to see that. I don't have a woman to go see it with. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I would have went and saw it. I think you need like a 13 year old white girl to go see that. <laughs> That's all that was in line, man. Yeah. I'm glad it's summertime. Them kids was crunk. I don't think none of them kids hit puberty yet, man. No. <laughs> um. Oh man. So I had some controversy from the podcast. Two weeks ago. Okay. You know, Vic was here, right? Yeah. And you know, on the podcast, Vic was like, I'm better than you at basketball. And I guess he thought that was funny or whatever. And I let it slide because we was on the podcast. I don't want to have no beef. <laughs> but, um, so on Facebook, now y'all tell me, is this wrong? I think it's funny, but he got mad at me. Um, I, I was watching him play ball on Sunday and he wasn't playing too good. He's, he had already been playing at the other YMCA. Came up there, he was getting his stuff blocked, he was missing layups, and we was joking about it. Mm-hmm. But it was going so bad that I pulled my iPhone out and started recording them. And I only, I only, recorded, nine, only recorded nine seconds, right? So it's not like I recorded this, like I, I didn't take like a, a couple clips, yeah. mix them together. This was nine consecutive seconds. The only nine seconds I recorded, it was him, he came down the court, shot a three, Vic can't shoot. I don't know why he shot a three. Shot a three, bricked it. It came all the way back out to the three-point line. He got the rebound, ran back in, tried to lay it up, and got swatted by two people at the same time. Oh. The ball bounced out the half court. They went on a fast break, and then that's where it stopped, right? Mm-hmm. So I put it on Facebook, and then I linked everybody we played basketball with to the picture. Like, hey, y'all, <laughs> look, look at this nigga Vic trying to talk shit. So, um, everybody clowned him. Like, everybody was commenting on it. Then we came to the gym. We was... We was trying to give him a hard time, man. This dude ain't spoke to me since last Monday, man. Wow. He was hot? <laughs> he's, he's that mad. Wow. I can't believe he's... Am I wrong? Am I wrong for that? <laughs> wow. No, I mean, he, he, he went at you saying yeah. he was better than you, you know what I'm saying? So, you got to be prepared, you know, you're a witty guy, so you just... Yeah. That's what you did. That's proof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I if I ever do that, I'm going to retire. That's the day I'm done. <laughs> Is when I, the day I, I pull the brick and then roll up inside, get swatted by two people at the same time. I think I'm gonna go ahead and hang up the cleats, man. <laughs> <laughs> what else is to prove? Nah, nah, they not like that. Like we talked about before, everybody wants to tell the jokes, but nobody wants to be the butt of the jokes. Be the butt of the joke. yeah. You know, and I've learned over time that half the fun is being the butt of the jokes because mm-hmm. a lot of times you can't laugh at yourself. Who can you laugh at? Yeah, and I hate, I hate people that don't talk to you when they get mad. Like, I ain't saying, like, don't... It's one thing to cut somebody out. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, say something real out of line. It's like, I ain't talking to this nigga no more. Yeah. Don't call me. I don't want to see you. That's one thing. I get that. But it's another to be, like, hanging out with me, not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gonna come see me to not talk to me? Like, I, that's some old feminine stuff, man. I don't like that with dudes, man. I don't even like when chicks do that. And I don't even hang out with that many chicks. But I don't even like when girls do that. Just because... It's a turn off. It's like, why why are you being so emotional about this shit? I know it's so. I hate that, man. I so. know a lot of dudes like that. Everybody yes. wanna tell jokes when you make a joke about them and uh, okay, I am off you, I ain't talking to you, this that. Yeah, man. Let your ego go, man. We all Pride. if if I couldn't take a joke on my own self, I could understand. But I'll make jokes like if that would have happened to me, which it never would, obviously. I'm not that terrible. <laughs> but if if that was a theoretical situation where that happened to me, 
I would be the first one to clown myself like, damn, yes. they got my shit up out of there. Yes, and I tell the best jokes on myself. As much as people joke on me, you can't joke on me no better than me. Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, me, I had to make it extra. So um, once he wasn't talking to me and I realized that I kept trying to give him dap like all day. I just walk up to him after every game like, hey, dog, don't worry about it, man. You're going to get him and he wouldn't give me no dap. And then, <laughs> so then I took a picture of him not talking to me and put it on Facebook. It was like, this nigga ain't even talking to me, man. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that made it worse. But yeah, we still love you. Yeah, man. Toughen up, man. Do some push-ups, dog. You been listening to that Drake or something, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man. So Georgia Tech. I've I've been down there um a couple times. I've been to Atlanta, or whatever. Is Georgia Tech next to the project? Yeah, it is. Why is every college next to the project? It's like yeah. a lot of school. Atlanta's weird the way it's made. Like it's a, like the Clark, all the HBCUs are all in the middle, like all around each other, and they're all right in the hood. Like when you leave off campus, you're right in the middle of the hood. But it's not even really like dangerous. It's it's kind of weird. But, did y'all spend more time at Clark than that, or did y'all spend more time at Georgia Tech? We spent more time really like in the city itself. We didn't spend a lot of time. They called the AUC like it was like a strip where all the schools hang out, like all the HBCUs. Well, I, I never was. We just spent time like in the city or on campus, or everybody came to our campus when we would have a stuff. Okay, yeah. I mean, cause a, that town is off the chain, man. But it was just so. Uh, I was talking to somebody about playing basketball, like at Fayetteville State. When I wanted to go play ball, I would go across the street to Seabrook Park, which is the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would rather play there because it's really no airs. It's like if you if you good and you hold your own and you don't talk to people, yeah. they'll let you play and they won't it's say nothing to you. Yeah. Like they, I still to this day, man, I played there for five years and it's people that right now don't know my real name just because <laughs> they never asked. Like yeah. they used to call me Jordan, not because I was like Jordan or nothing. <laughs> It's called me Jordan because I just played ball so much. Yeah. They're like, this nigga think he Michael Jordan. And they just, they, it just stuck. Yeah. They called me Jordan for five years. If I went out there today, they'd still be like, Jordan. Because yeah. I never talked to them, but it was cool. But the only problem is sometimes dudes from college will come over to the hood. They'll try to run together and shit, too. Where, so it make it extra worse. Yeah. Where it's like five so it like, college people yeah. and then five hood niggas. <laughs> That never ends well. I, I always <laughs> be on the hood team too. And yeah. the, the dudes on college when they getting beat up, they be looking at me like, "You ain't gonna help." I be like, "Nah, yeah, dog, no, you're, you're on your own. own. These my people it's now. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed sides. Yeah, I can hear. Uh, I still remember one time they came over there and uh, the college dudes was about to get into it, and at, right when they was about to fight, the dudes from the from the hood from Seabrook was like, "Man, these old college niggas coming over here," and I was just like. I ain't about to say where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. like, I took the Fairville State stick off the back of the car for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might not be safe to go over here for a while. No, but I, and then on top of that, man, a lot of people don't understand. Like when you play from brothers from the hood, the rules and the fouls, it's like totally, totally different. It's yeah. not like the YMCA, and when they foul, they foul hard. And sometimes them niggas foul to hurt you. So yeah. it's, it's not the same. So these, you know, these dudes come from college. They come from organized ball, and yeah. you know, when you got refs and all this stuff, and then they call them fouls, and you know, they go like, foul, that ain't no foul. I just gave you a little tap. And, yeah, next yeah, thing you know, they brawling. The main thing you got to do is shut up. Like when I got there, I remember the first couple of times I played there. 
um, every time I did anything good, like if I crossed the dude over, people would go crazy. I'd never, <laughs> I would never say nothing to that dude. <laughs> you know, I don't care if I That's gave him buckets. Right. When I'm walking off the court, I still be like, good game, man. Yeah. Every time. Just because if they waiting for you to say, they hoping you be like, get your ass up. So they can just be like, yes, I wanted to get an ass whooping in the day. <laughs> it's, it's getting late. <laughs> this is it, you know what I'm Almost bedtime, time to get one in. But, uh, you know, it was cool, though, because the, the thing I liked was they gave you respect. It wasn't, like, social standing, because yeah. at my school, it was really about, like, who you hung out with. Yeah. So a lot of cats, they would be all up on each other, where it's like, they go to the court, they only play with, like, two other people all the time. Yeah. And it would just be kind of gay, so I was like, man, they ain't, <laughs> they ain't really basketball to me. But anyway, man, so um, speaking of sports, y'all y'all watch the World Cup at all? Yeah, I, watch I can't take the beehive sound. Oh man, the Vuzelas. Yeah, that's annoying, dude. That's annoying, man. That's worse than the cowbells in Sacramento, man. That's yeah. that joint yeah, is annoying, dude. Yeah, for real. Sacramento, <laughs> so like five hours long, so like you just gotta hear that dog. Yeah, man. It ain't like amazing plays happening every second, so it's not even like yeah. So it's like you fall asleep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like putting you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I liked it like four years ago when they had it. Um, and they didn't have the Vuvuzelas, you could actually hear the crowd. And since I don't know shit about soccer, the crowd makes it where I can watch the game because yeah. I can hear when they get crunk, I'm like, something yeah. about to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. but with the Vuvuzelas, all you hear is the horn. I'm just like, I don't even know what they're doing. New? Was that like, this is the first year? Oh, uh, yeah. It's the first time it's in Africa. And um, this, I think they said this is African tradition at oh. their games. Yeah. So they just kind of bought into the stadium. But uh, so the reason I bring this up, man, is because. I was listening to another podcast where these people were talking about the World Cup. And it was this girl who didn't know what she was talking about. And she gave, like, she said the wrong team. She was like, well, you know when America lost to Syria or something like that? And they were like, America didn't play Syria. They played, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the, uh, the chick was like, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I was thinking to myself, like, shut the fuck up. I hate when people do that. I hate when people... Don't know what they're talking about, and, but they want to have an opinion. So then when you try to correct them, like, nah, it's actually, it was like this. And then they just be like, it don't matter. It do, then shut it up. Matter. Yeah, what's your point? <laughs> yeah. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> yeah, just like me on Twitter, man. I found out what the red cards meant, what the yellow cards meant. I have, I had no idea what none of that yeah, meant. But it's easier to ask a question and then yeah. find out Yeah. than it is to just be like, I don't know. I just hate that shit. I just hate it, man. Because you could have asked the question, got your question answered. Or you could make yourself look stupid and make me mad. And roll, the, roll the dice and look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and nobody was, and the thing is, it wasn't, like, nobody got mad on the podcast. I got mad at my desk. Like, man, this is some bullshit. I wish I was just there. Like, I would have cussed that ass out. Yeah, I don't know a lot about soccer, but I was joking on Twitter how I always know that red either means death but dying, so I knew red was bad, no matter what nationality that was. So I was like, this red card is not good. What does it mean, y'all? Man, sometimes it looks like they dying out there the way they flop, man. They, like, I, I was talking about that. My friend Devin, he loves, the, uh, he loves soccer. He loves soccer. Hates the NBA. And I said, why you hate the NBA? Man, they be flopping. Y'all, have you watched any of this shit? It's like, it's so dramatic, man. Yeah, they they show the replays, they just look like they just dying. Dude, and flop. it's hilarious, though. Yeah. They'll get back up and shake it off. Or they'll they'll, they'll uh, take them out on the stretchers, the stretcher. and then they'll come back. Yeah. And you're like, it's so, are it's you like serious? A movie yeah. Like, yeah. 
It's like every dude on the team is Paul Pierce when the, during the finals that year. When he was just like, oh, my knee is done. He came back and skipped on the court. Can't make it. Like, them dudes all go down like they got shot, man. I don't get it, man. I don't get that whole deal. But, um, and that was me that said that about Paul Pierce, not Anthony, y'all. So. <laughs> Don't be trying to get my cousin to get buckets and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do now, boy? Um, Alright, man. So, uh, I, I wrote this blog post about the Boondocks. You watch the Boondocks at all, man? I love the Boondocks. I just I love watched it. the last one. I, I love it, man. And uh, I think this season, a lot of people are getting upset, kind of, and they, they're, they're trying to say it's falling off or whatever. And I think people are saying that because, like, sometimes the comedy is aimed at the audience like sometimes yeah. Yeah. in the past I always thought it was just kind of like we can all agree True, that yeah. such and such is bull and we'll all get up and laugh yes. sometimes this shit is about us where it's like I was voting for Obama because he was black and it's like <gasps> this shit ain't funny you know <laughs> but um I think you know I still think it's funny or whatever I do um, too and in some respects I think this is funnier than the previous seasons because it's like yeah. it's really challenging you like if you like really homophobic you didn't like the last couple of episodes. The last one I episode was hilarious. I didn't see that one. I saw the one uh, to jail. To jail. Yeah. <laughs> I like you and I want you. I yeah. Uh-huh. We gonna do this easy. <laughs> we gonna do this time. Yeah. They call you Chris Hansen. Yeah. I call you Chris, Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> like I love that episode, and um, you know, the dude was actually based on um, his name, Fleece, like Johnson or something like that. Was a, he's an inmate that was on this uh, like. Yeah, the MSNBC locked up or something like that one of those jail documentaries mm-hmm. and he actually said that like he's like when I see a young dude he's like I'll be looking for booty you know male booty and when I see a young man come in I come right I tell walk right up to him and tell him I like shit and I want shit we can either do this the easy way or the hard way and that's like a hundred percent quote from that dude so I thought it was funny classic yeah I mean obviously Male anal rape ain't the most hilarious subject, but they found a way to make it funny to me. I was yeah, like, um, so anyway, I wrote that. Um, I really feel like people missing the spot because a lot of these cats are trying to judge this like every episode by itself. Where if you look back on the last two seasons, I remember um, online, especially the last two seasons, after every episode, you would just get all these people like. I hate this episode. This one wasn't funny. I love this episode. It's the greatest thing ever. Then, you know, like a couple weeks later, the next episode, whatever. By the end of the season, though, everybody was like, oh, man, season two was so funny. Need to bring that show back. I love it. Bring it back. So, like, once you get a whole view of what they're trying to do, I think that's when you judge it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. It's like listening to two tracks on the album and then being like, this shit whack. You know what I'm saying? Do you hear another track? No, it's hot. <laughs> Next track, oh, it's whack again. Come on, dog. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I wanted to read some of the responses that people had because they was like, you know, uh, commenting on my blog. And um, the first thing that pissed me off was this one dude didn't even read the whole blog. Like he just read like the title, and the title of the blog is uh, "Did the Boondocks Fall Off?" Question mark. So that's a question. I'm not saying it did or it didn't. You actually have to read to get my opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the dude, the dude responded back and said, like, um, Tyler Perry had to write that because this season is the illest so far. I never said the shit was whack. And I'm definitely not Tyler Perry. I'm not even a fan of Tyler Perry. But um, it was just kind of weird that he didn't even read it. He read the title and it was like, 
you a hater, basically. So anyway, I hate when people do that, man. Take the five minutes to read, man. It ain't even that deep. Um, so some people was like, you know, this one dude says Tyler Perry episode was funny. Um, a couple of people that are fans of the of the comic book wanted them to bring in like some of the comic book elements of it or the comic strip elements. I don't think they can do that. It's too late. Like the comic strip is real political. Yeah. Real political. Very they couldn't do that shit. Now. They just started about Rumsfeld said, man, people will turn that shit off. Um, yeah, it's totally different from, from the uh, paper. Um, this one dude says, overall, it's been a good season so far. Just wondering why the past few episodes have been pushing so much gay shit on the viewers. Pause. Um, <laughs> 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 I thought this season has been great, way better than last year. The Raleigh Chocolate episode with Cindy finally making an appearance was great. Too many quotes. That's the fundraiser episode where he was selling. Breezy. Dude, he killed that. <laughs> they had all the good fellas clothes too. Oh, that was classic. The first rule of fundraisers, you don't never give anybody anything. Oh, um, play that. Somebody says, uh, I do agree that the first season was the best. Season two and three have had some definite classic episodes. I just think I, I haven't gotten into the season this much that much. Though I guess I lost interest. So, I mean, that's kind of on you. And maybe it's on the writers a little bit that you lost interest. But, you know, at least he's being truthful and being like, hey, it ain't really the show. It's me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, at least he's ready. That's true. He made it through the blog, yeah. Um, Season one wasn't flawless. It had some boring episodes, too. A lot of people just weren't hip to season one after season one came out. So, it just goes back to the original post. They got to view season one as a whole body of work. And that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you weren't up on the show right away, and then you watch the first season, it's like, oh, this show is dope. You just watched 13 episodes back to back. Of course you think it's dope. But when you actually watch each episode, wait a week, watch another episode, some episodes you're going to be like, I didn't get it, or I was let down, or it wasn't as good as the last one. So, But that was kind of my whole point. I don't want to really get into some of this, because some of these niggas got it. Like personal beef and they arguing with each other and stuff. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really get into all that. It's like, it's like you thought that same thing about the wire. It's like, all right, y'all ain't reading this shit. Yeah, I love the boom These niggas do listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. That was Tyler Perry episode, man. I didn't see that one. That was one of the best episodes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sure you find it on the net. I found somebody. I, I usually watch mine on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. I usually don't be. I'm not able to watch it when it, on Sundays it comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just watch it like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be. It'll. They'll have it on World Star Hip Hop. All right. Um. So um. Downstairs we have a cafeteria at my job, right? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while I go down there to get breakfast. Like I get a muffin or something. So, um, but I never eat lunch in my office, man. I hate, I can't sit in the office during lunch. I have to leave my office every day. It's only 30 minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just something about getting in the car, going somewhere for a quick second and coming right back that's way better than sitting in there with the rest of them food. So, um, I was down there and the dude that, I don't know what nationality he is, but the dude that actually runs the store downstairs, I got my headphones in, right? So I keep my headphones in at work because I don't want to talk to them people. So that's like, <laughs> if you see somebody with headphones in, the first instinct is to be like, oh, they don't want to be bothered. Them niggas don't care. Folks will be like, yeah, you be like, come on, give me a break. Yeah, you probably, you probably get it now. A lot now, a lot more than we do. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's probably worse. 
Like, don't nobody even know me and they want to speak yeah. to me. If they actually knew me and shit, they're like, we're like, oh man, you got a podcast, don't you? I'm like, damn. <laughs> but, uh, so this cat, um, come, like, I had to pull my headphones out, stop listening to the show I was listening to. And, um, dude was like, hey man, you need to come up here for lunch. And I was like, nah. And he was like, nah, come, come for lunch, man. I'll give you the best. Philly steak and cheese you ever had. If you take one bite and you don't like it, I give you your money back and all this shit. And I was just thinking like, should I sit this dude down and just be like, look, I'm never coming here for lunch. Ever. <laughs> the only reason I come here for breakfast is I get a couple minutes break and can come right back to my desk. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to sit around and hang out with the people I work with. Like, we ain't even that cool. So it was just kind of whack to me, man. But, um... Today I was coming back in from lunch, mm-hmm. and I threw like I threw like a bag of Wendy's in the uh, trash, and I'm sure he was just thinking like, damn, that's some money I could have had, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's all he really wants. This nigga that, don't even know me. We don't even talk. Right. Every time he seen me, I had headphones in, so it ain't like we friends. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So he was just on some like, damn, I could get five more dollars out this fool. Um, <laughs> but meanwhile, they don't even take uh, ATM or debit cards. So well, that cancels us, cause at uh, time I don't even carry two pennies on me. Yeah, and it's yeah. over in the hood, so I can't have carry cash on me. Like <laughs> yeah, you robbed me. Yeah. Here, here you go. You take, take my ca- yeah. cash yeah. card. Yeah, do whatever yeah. you need. Take to. the card. I will cancel All that shit right immediately. Back yeah, yeah. Right back. yeah. That's right. It's FDIC approved. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, like, um, it's in Roseland, so like. We actually have people that don't have jobs and aren't working there come into our office building <gasps> and eat food. Like they'll you know, For real? Yeah, the cafeteria people <laughs> wow. will serve anybody, dude. They and it's they crazy. I, like our 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 cafeteria is so gutter, man. They sell Lucy's. Like you can get one cigarette if you want. What's a Lucy? One, like, like one you buy cigarette. one cigarette by itself. That's only the hood is of the hood. That's, that's, that's like the Lucy's. Some, uh, like some that's like some real hood yeah, stuff. Yeah, from Detroit shit. <laughs> oh, I'm looking like cigarettes come in a pack. I'm confused. You can buy like loose batteries and shit. But um, Like one battery? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just one AAA, man. That's all I need. I'm, yeah, I'm going to come back next week and get the, the other AAA from my remote. But um, yeah, so like they do that. I'm just like, I ain't about to be carrying cash on me all the time. But anyway, I'm coming back in from lunch. I throw my bag in the trash. I look up, man. This dude had the saddest look. Like, you like I betrayed him, him, dog. Like I let him down. <laughs> I was like, damn, dog. I just, I mean, I looked at him too, like to let him know that I seen him and I just didn't care. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want him to bring it up again. I want him to be like, I saw you do that, and you really don't give a fuck, did you? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was just sad on all parts, though. But uh, the other thing too, I felt bad for him is one time I came into work early, and his wife was in there bitching him out. And oh. she smacked him more oh, than yeah. once. <laughs> right in front of me, man. And then she looked at me all gangster like, what? I was like, shit, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you like, you better not tell nobody. Yeah. You're the only one that can snitch. Because it was just it was just <laughs> us three. You know what I'm saying? I was, and I don't know. She was getting into him hard. She just happened to look up when I came in, when I came in the door. I was like, oh, I ain't seen nothing. But um, anyway, man. So, um... Oh, and then the last random thing, I my friend uh, at the basketball court, he's probably like 40, 45, mm-hmm. uh, he has two daughters. One of them's like probably 17, 18, she's real good at basketball, and another one who's like 10 or so. Well, the 10-year-old has a Facebook page, which 
I didn't know. Like, I'm just accept anybody on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I'm up at like one in the morning or something, finishing the podcast, editing, and making sure it's getting uploaded. Mm-hmm. I get hit up on the Facebook chat, like, "Hey, Rod." I look on there. I'm like, "Who is this?" Click on the on the thing, then I go to the page because I'm just like, I really don't know who this is. And before I want to answer, I want to know who it is. Right. And it's this man's ten year old daughter <gasps> on Facebook at one in the morning. It's crazy. Are you serious? And I don't know what to do. It's like, should I tell him? Because if I tell him, he gonna. If I was a follower, I'd be like, what the fuck y'all doing as Facebook friends? <laughs> that <Yeah. again. laughs> That's the number one question. Like, what? Check? Like, what check? Yeah. What, what you talking about? We don't got no computer. Like, I don't know how they sit down. So I'm staying out of it, man. But I, I know one thing. I'm glad we ain't got no kids. Because if we did, our kids would be pissed off at us. I'm going to be your Facebook friend, your Twitter friend, <laughs> every damn friend you can be. I'm going to monitor that. I'm going to tell you, no, you can't put that on there. Yeah. I'm going to be on your ass. I'm going to know everything <laughs> happening in your life. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm glad I ain't got no kids. Because yeah. Can you get a whooping through Twitter? Can you see oh, somebody oh, whooping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no age limit, so yeah. yeah. I see, see, they, they wouldn't want me because... You I know mean, on Facebook how you can send stuff like... So-and-so sent you a chicken on Farmville. Yeah. And you send somebody like an ass whooping. Like, I sent you an ass whooping on Farmville. Get your ass in bed. But yeah, it was, I don't know, dude. I, I didn't know what to say, man. It was Yeah, that, that would be cool. I'd be done tweeting them. I'm going to whoop your ass when you get home. Retweet right. that. Yeah. <laughs> everybody retweet that. Everybody retweet that. Yeah. They do know I am not playing. Everybody asks you that you got your ass whooped, didn't yeah. <laughs> All right, man, let's get into some questions for Ant because I, we got a lot of them and this you know I was gonna well I might do the BET Awards wrap up fuck it let's let's do BET Awards real quick we'll just go through them because I wrote down yeah, I, yeah. I wrote down the stuff I thought was right. funny and <laughs> if y'all if y'all saw it too and y'all want to comment y'all just add in what you want to um and is it me or the mics at the BET Awards way lower than other shows it was low. I had to turn my volume all the way up just to hear what Eminem was talking yeah, about, man. That's like, I think that's like BET though. Like, I think they always have shit. Yeah, I think so too, man. Especially with award show. Dude, they had one point where somebody was trying to give an award and, <laughs> and the like, video thing didn't even come up. They just had to like, it was just like, and the award goes to, uh, uh, alright, well, look, uh, Monica. <laughs> I was like, damn, man. BET, boy. EBT Awards. Um, <laughs> Alright, man. So, Eminem performed Not Afraid. And I think that was probably the best rap performance. Other than um, at the very end, when they did uh, All I Do Is Win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this song always gives me crump, man. Yeah. I don't know what the hell nobody talking about. Especially Busta Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, Busta Rhymes, yeah. man. <laughs> I get Khaled, man. Khaled just crunk about everything, yeah, though, He man. got me a DJ, so. I listen to... Uh, an R&B song It had like John Legend on it Somebody else And DJ Khaled had it was on it This nigga was crunk <laughs> Like the song The chorus on the song Was like All the money in the hood Can change me Some 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 Who we are uh, I'm from the ghetto I'm from the projects Khaled was like I'm from the ghetto I'm from the projects Ooh, we motherfucker! Come on, y'all. There must be hell living in that house. I know. All that damn sugar coming down. That's gotta be. Good job, son. Um. All right. So, uh, Monica's shoulder pads. 
Oh my god, she looked like she was a damn spaceship about to blast off. I just can't want to see rocket sparks up underneath her feet because it's like they was up and puffy and like right beside her head. I was like, oh my gosh, what is she got? She looked like a villain from like Star Trek or something. She did, didn't she? Like her shoulder pads was taller than her head. I have never yeah. seen that before. And it was her boots. The whole dress because her boots like went up to her thighs. Oh, that was in the pre. That was in the pre-show. Okay. She had on some white leopard boots that was thigh high. Like you know, she was. Somebody was like, "You need to get your wife some of them boots." I was like, "Those shits don't even. I don't know what y'all talking about." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexy about that, man. But um, all right. So um, the cursor, like whoever was censoring the cursing, uh-huh. it did a good job. Yeah, it did. It did way better than the movie awards for MTV. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, they who did. didn't get through. No. Yeah. I don't know if they filmed that like days ago yeah, or what. Yeah, it was like that wasn't even, like it wasn't live. Like, yeah. It had to be something because, I mean, Drake switched from not cursing to cursing and they got everything. Everything. Like, so, I was, and that would have thrown a sense of, oh, you just went from censoring yourself to just cursing them. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? I know. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, uh, J. Cole, they played my man J. Cole, man. They gave a nigga I like hurt. a, I was, I was hurt. hurt. 20 seconds, but I mean, it was like up and coming, so yeah, he was way better than everybody else, like, yeah, way like, he wasn't even close. I wish Jay would have showed up so they could have performed together. Maybe he would have got to do his whole verse, he probably would have off a uh, star board or whatever, a platform. But man, like, he was going in, and I started typing on Twitter, like, oh, my boy Jay Cole, this song is about to man, that shit was going to commercial by the time I hit sin. I was like, damn. Uh-uh. So they played my man, Fed Nam in the building, man, next year. Um, Jermaine Jackson hair comes straight out of the comic book. Oh yeah. my gosh. What is up with his hair? His hair looked like he was supposed to push a button and the vials was just supposed to come across his eyes. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what is up with that? <laughs> he looked just so 25th century. You was like, who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, I don't get Jermaine. I guess he's like, oh. the, the, every time Michael Jackson is getting honored Jermaine Jackson to show up. With some crazy yeah, he changed his hair, man. I think secretly Jermaine Jackson killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. And my thing is that what is he like 50, 60? How the hell you let a 16 year old talk your ass into getting your hair cut like that? I wanna know if his kids respect him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I get bad grades, I'll be like, man, look at your hair. How you gonna yeah, tell you gonna me? Disappoint me with a yeah. fade <laughs> on the side and perm. <laughs> you yeah. got finger waves on both sides <laughs> with a box perm fade. Parent teacher conference with you looking like this. Yeah. Don't come to wear a hat to the conference. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah dude. I didn't even think about the finger waves, but yeah, man, oh. somebody had to like do his hair. Like Jermaine Jackson goes to a salon. You know what I'm saying? He don't go to the barber shop. It's, I can't have no respect. Oh, so he got a beautician? Classic. Prince the only dude with a beautician I respect. You know what I'm saying? It Other than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I saw last night we watched Chris Brown's tribute to Michael Jackson. Yeah. And um, it was good, man. It was good. I forgive him. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I you beat Rihanna. We cool now, man. I'm, he got all his fans. Yeah. Back. I'm back on Team Chris. So I don't know. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, Rene. You need to. I guess you gotta wait for somebody, Jenny Jackson, to die or something because uh, that him crying and all that shit. I think he cried though to keep from singing because he can't really sing like Mike. Not a nigga was tired, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, because 
was just so I was like, how many hours of video did you watch, nigga? Yeah. That shit was insane. It was like on the ground, crawling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you needed water. At that point, I was like, you got me, man. Yeah, you I'm back on, man. I'm back on. It was like uh, Master just said, dance for your freedom. And he just danced, <laughs> danced all the freedom out, boy. I was proud of him. Yeah, Jermaine Jackson carrying him off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine was like, I gotta kill another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, why did, did Drake performance have all the women standing up doing the lyrics and only two dudes actually sang, sang along with Drake, man? That was weird. It was, I'm questioning the two dudes standing up. Yeah. <laughs> the one dude was looking like maybe he was Drake's cousin or something. Yeah. And he was just being a supporter, but I didn't understand the other dude. They didn't even like they had nothing in common. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of weird because, I mean, I think Over is an alright song. You know, it's pretty dope. But, yeah. um,. Like the first song or whatever that he went off on was kind of soft. Then he did over, and all the chicks stood up and got crunk. But it was just like every dude in there was like, nah, not, nah. I'm not feeling it. I'm gonna wait till Jeezy come out. Then yeah. Jeezy came out, Everybody Drake started cursing. Everybody's like, oh, it's yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeezy did a good job too, though. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Latoya Lucky. Um, she was talking to the uh, crowd. She was the chick that had the real low cut shirt. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. It was about to pop out. It was on the popping up in there. Oh, yeah, tough. What was funny, though, is that um, this dude walked right in front of the camera when she was talking. Yeah. Like it was the, like the old bootleg yeah. videos. <laughs> 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 Anything like, can happen, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the, na- the name of the next BT award should just be like, so close, but so far. Because, like, <laughs> it was almost there, man. And then just every once in a while, you have something happen. You'd be like, that's just so good. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. some dude went to the bathroom while she was talking like, coming up next, I tribute the prison. And then some dude was just like, excuse me. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Trey Songz was thanking Jesus for helping them make all them sex songs, so that was good. I like Trey Songz. This is a little ironic though. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> Benny was crazy. I bet the neighbors know my name. And then he's like, I just want to thank Jesus. Thank my mama for helping me make these sex songs. Appreciate it. But, uh, she did, yo. Me too. I'm to put $20 on That's not. That's not. Well, he was like, let me get my mom up here. I was like, oh, she in the crowd? Yeah, I was looking at her. I was about to walk up on the stage. Yeah, this is beautiful. It's like, his, yeah, his mom probably go to the club with him after that. Like, nigga, what time we leaving? Um, oh, speaking of leaving, man, Prince ain't even show up to just before they honor him, dog. Yeah. Prince is like, I don't really want to grab the, what was that, Patty LaBelle's heel? Yeah. I was like, I know he got some, I thought it was his shoe. I know he got some heels. He was, he did have some heels on. He was stepping hard, too. He did have some heels on, and he had a shirt with his own face on it. Yes, he did. But, uh, yeah, and still ended up being harder than Drake. Um. I like Drake, man. <laughs> you had it with cups about that. I actually, I actually like Drake, man. But I like messing with them yeah. sensitive ass fans. Yeah, I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to Drake probably um in the last month or so. I probably listened to Drake the third or fourth most out of all the CDs I got. I got the Eminem, I got the Roots, um, I got Crit, and then I got Drake, man. Like. I like Drake. The songs I like on Thank Me Later, I like a lot. Yeah. But it's yeah. the ones I don't like, I dislike a whole yeah. lot. <laughs> like, I took two shit off my iPod. <laughs> I was like, I'll take half my album, please. But, uh, you know, but I think people just get mad because yeah. something. Because it's him. Yeah. 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 And I 
I'm like so far gone too, man. It's just yeah. it's funny to joke about it. I don't, you know, I joke on myself. Why would I joke on this nigga? He's he not special. Um, <laughs> um, you talking about the Prince tribute? Maybe it was just me, but most of them sounded terrible, and they made those songs sound horrible. Yeah. Prince ain't looked impressed until the Bell started singing. Yeah, Prince was looking like. Prince was like, I got out of bed for this. <laughs> 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 oh, girl, this Patty started singing. It's like, okay, all right. Everybody can live. But, um, my, how about my man, Elder Barge, randomly bringing all the light skin back, dog? Get, get in even announce him. No, yeah, no, I'm like, who is that? Yeah, I just like, 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 like Dude, just, it was like a silhouette. He just turned around and was like, bam, the yeah. barge, back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 30 years. All the women was the same, and it was cool because it was kind of close to Drake, so like all the women could stay standing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even some dudes got up. Even the dudes were singing with Elder Barge that wasn't singing with Drake. That's a little weird, but he oh, got it. Because Elder Barge gives you some booty, so yeah, hey, you sing true. that song. That's true. <laughs> Come on here, girl. He was killing it, man. Dude uh, went down. He, he went down on the, the audience. Yeah. He hopped on the keyboard. Like yeah. he he really held the show down. I could. That was so random. Absolutely. Oh, so it's gonna be sad when you come out with an album this year. Don't nobody get it, man. And that's true, though, man. <laughs> that's sad, but that's true. Like, yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Why is the bar coming out with an album? I'm gonna put this that's back next much. to this key sweat. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of, it was kind of whack. It was kind of whack how they gonna recognize uh, Gary Coleman. They gonna recognize Gary Coleman with the phrase that he hated the he most hate in the that. world. Yeah, I know, like, what's the Yeah, just like, so everybody together. What you talking about, Willis? I was like, man, you know he's somewhere rolling around in his grave, like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to the top, we just made that joke about going to jail. Yeah, everybody was, like, was like, everybody was like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you need to talk like, about that. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even escape it when I was in jail. I was like, you know, this some big C9 dude in there like. Hey, say it. I'm talking about Willis. Say it. <laughs> it wasn't even me. That was Gary. Say it. <laughs> I think it's funny. Now watch all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so Teddy P died. You know, they, they had to. But uh, Tyrese performed Teddy P songs. Yes, he did. But he kept Teddy P with lapel <laughs> living forever. Ah! A big ass lapel from that yeah. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> he was killing me. <laughs> and the thing about it is that some of them chicks had now to be swelling drones in the air. Yeah, he was throwing drones at Tyrese. I think they, I think they staged it. Like, they had to, right? Because I was like, dang, I don't know. Because I, I know they staged it because then nobody throw drones at El Debar. And he put it down. What? So, you know, if they had brought draws out, they they definitely would have thrown him some. And didn't nobody throw any draws at Trey Stones, and he got a song called Penny Dropper. I was confused. Yeah, I was surprised that John Legend ain't throwing stones up there, man. He just, <laughs> he just kept his controls around. Yo, why does the gospel portion of the, of the BET Awards always seem out of place? Every yeah, single time, like, man. It's yeah. cool, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like, I appreciate y'all doing this, but... Like, you need to get off stage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the? <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, I guess we feel like we need this right Yeah, now. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They should save it to the end so everybody can be like, now look, there was a lot of stuff said tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. we're going to pass around this plate and we're going to do a little something for you. It's all about our heads and prayers. Yeah, let's, let's everybody calm down. Um, uh, oh, and how corny was Latifah dressing up in different outfits the whole night? It just didn't feel right. Cleo was. 
Yeah, she wasn't even doing Cleo the way she used yeah, to do Yeah, she Cleo. wasn't all, you know, she was more like, you know. Yeah, it was like Latifah doing an uh, impression of Latifah. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't like Cleo. Yeah. Um, I thought the CEO of Deborah Lee was gonna come out and apologize to everybody for letting us down. Ah. But she just was like, don't worry about it. Um, I saw a, a commercial for Keith Sweat. He got a, 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 a reality show. Yeah. Reuniting Drew Hill. I think I'm in. I think I'm gonna watch that shit. <laughs> Nothing good. Is this show coming back? Nothing good can come of this. Okay, can't. Uh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be fights. Yeah. This disaster. Nothing good can come of this, uh, but I, I think I'm in, man. Um, uh, my man John Legend was there, and he had a, a nice new beard on him, and he had some good facial hair too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he, but he uh, won the humanitarian award, and that was cool, man. It's good to see people giving back. You know what I'm saying? But he got. Mad on Twitter because people was talking about his hairline, dog. Yeah, yeah. What was up with it? I mean, I thought honestly, I was like, it looked better than it has in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was like, it, it looked like it was fading back a little bit. So I'm like, okay, fix it up a little bit. You know? <laughs> That's the thing. He, I mean, he was telling the truth when he was like, I always had the same hairline. Now that is true. Why does he have to discuss it? But like, <laughs> I wouldn't have brought it up. I wouldn't have brought it up, dude. Why, why do you even bring that up, dude? That's like if I get on stage and they be like, yo, man, he looking fat. I'm like, well, I lost a couple pounds. I mean, why we got to bring up my weight? No, just shut up. Just shut up, man. Don't, just don't talk about it. Act like it didn't happen, dog. You, this you gotta, yeah. Why is it? He no, should have let, let it ride. Yeah, it he let that go. He should have been like uh, Vic and just stopped talking to people. And then, you know, that's the one time where you shouldn't talk to people. But, um... Yeah, it was just real weird, and it didn't help him out at all, because then people was just joking about his hairline all day, man. I was cracking up at work. Because when you respond, they, they don't, that's like, oh, he's responding. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta to go in. Yeah, yeah they go in hard, too. Um, Ray J was definitely high on something. I don't he know what. was high and hype as hell. And uh, when they came on and Chris Brown won his award, I was just like, Brandy, just back up. You stay out of Chris Brown's reach. You know, ah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just back away. Um, and let's see, Sierra dress, man. Man, her, her titties match together so tight. Yeah. <laughs> you could have struck a match right there. It would have lit up, dog. She was, she, she was like, I don't got a lot, but, uh. We don't make them shine. And the last note I had was just, all I do is win go so hard, man. It goes so hard, man. It just, them dudes got up there, man. I, I think I just like posse cuts, man. I like when dudes that ain't on the same label. Be like, let's make a song together. It worked every time, man. Remember that uh, Welcome to Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. As soon as they put everybody on, I was like, I'm in. You know every, what I'm saying? Yeah, Khaled knows for that. He'll do that. Yep, He's, forever. Forever, yeah. Um, and there was one more I was thinking about. Oh, T.I. when they um, swagger like us. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Every time. I don't know why more people don't do it. Every time it's always something that's going to rock for the whole year. But they don't do it enough like, for me. All, all rappers with albums come out Yes. Instead of like being like, okay, Drake on Jeezy, now Drake on this now, now Drake on Lil Wayne. Y'all just do one track together and just it'll be so dope that everybody'll be like, yo, you know that Lil Wayne coming out, or you know that Jeezy coming out. That's true. Alright, so let's do the questions for Ant and then we'll get get out of here. Um we got a lot of questions though, so you answer as fast as you want or whatever. I'm I'll try to censor the ones that I don't know if like what they was talking about. Alright, um, First of all, your first game that you started, 
I, I came I came home from I was playing ball. It was on a Saturday afternoon. I was playing shit, you know. I was playing ball. <laughs> I was playing ball and I came home and it was like right either going into the second quarter or coming out of halftime. No, it was definitely halftime. And they was like, uh, Andy Marr has twenty points at halftime. Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> I have been watching I got league pass I had it for years yeah, But yeah, I have been watching Every yeah. Warriors game Like I'll be up till 1.30 in the morning Just like He gonna get in this game And he'll get in Like first he went from, He was dressing yeah. in the suit You know what I'm saying Dressing in like You know the uh, Button up and jeans Or whatever It's like alright I guess he ain't getting in I watched those till like halftime. Like, alright. <laughs> like, somebody yeah, gonna get injured. Y'all on the other coast town. Yeah, I can't hang that late. But I love the Warriors games anyway because they got the best crowd in my opinion. Uh-huh. In the NBA, period. Like, there's, I, I mean, I watch every team before, uh, but even when the Warriors suck, I would rather watch them play because it's just gonna be crunk and Don Nelson just be letting them boys run. So it's gonna probably be close, or it's gonna definitely be high scoring. So shit, at least you see something. That's seen. true. So um, I'm I'm watching, man, and it's like she got twenty. So I go back, I'm rewinding and shit, like, cause I record, I'm recording the game. I'm rewinding, like, damn, you was getting buckets, man. I think you ended up with what thirty seven or something like that, man. Ivory bucket. <laughs> I was calling somebody different. Everybody, uh, I know people was like, this nigga going crazy. I was on the phone with my dad, like, he hit another one. He just hit another one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 25, dad, 25. My dad's going crazy. Judy, come here. Like, my, my brother, I'm calling everybody. Like, people, he caught emailing people and shit. Like, I told y'all, I told y'all. Yeah. Um, and it was just crazy, too, because I remember draft day, I was like, yeah. And probably get drafted in the second round. That's what I was thinking. Because I was like, he the best shooter in the draft, but Georgia Tech. Had kind of a down season that year, and just you could just read the internet. Just people weren't really talking about him. I was like, you know, he gonna get in. He didn't get drafted. I was pissed. I went to the gym the next day. I'm telling people and shit like, man, best draft shooter in the draft ain't get drafted. And I think they was writing it off on some like this nigga's talking about because his cousin. And half of it was true. But I seen I seen so many of the games. I was like, he can shoot. He can shoot with anybody. It ain't really just a matter of like being able to shoot his one skill. That you really can't take away from somebody. That's true. Like if you can shoot, it's like all I need is you to like, get me open. That's right. That's bucket. So um, like then then the summer league happened. You know what I'm saying? So summer league, it was like <laughs> it was so funny. People were sending me articles and same thing. I was like, take the shoot, but. 73% from three, man. Y'all fucking with me. <laughs> like, man, this shit ain't funny, man. Y'all better stop trying to mess with me about with these articles. I went on, like, NBA.com at the every summer league game. Like, oh, damn, you got, you know, you got 15 last night. Oh, damn, you went five for eight, three or whatever. And I was like, okay, so he really is putting up these numbers. Got uh, got on with the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Big time. Got the, got the big game after that. Everybody and their mom was like, "Yeah, man, you, you was right, man. Your cousin, I knew it. I knew it. We was, we was. Remember, we was talking about it. But I, like, it was, but it was just such a good story, man. Like, um, and especially like for uh, a kid like you, where it's like your whole life, like you always been humble, always been nice, always done the right thing. And, uh, and you know, I would tell anybody that, not just saying this because you hear. Yeah. But it was like, it was real nice because like those are normally the stories where you just like." And he almost made it. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, you know, just persevering. You know what I'm saying? A lot of just different rosters at Georgia Tech. We had to work with. It's like this point guard, that point guard. Like, just, and then bam, you stayed out four years. 
And this is such a good success story that it was just one of those like I can't believe that happened to my cousin. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's 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 just crazy, man. Like it's crazy, dude. I don't like. I, do you ever sit back and think about how crazy the whole yeah, thing man, is? It's like sometimes it's like still kind of like surreal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as far as on the court, I don't really think about it. I just play. But yeah, it's really off the court. Sometimes I just think like I might see something when I come home. Like a place I used to go play at or something. Or yeah. Like, the place me and my mom used to go eat at, and I just think like that. That was just you know, not surreal. Yeah. Like now. So it's just like a, this is a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's amazing. That's all. Just thank God for it every day. So I remember um one time uh, I, I was coming back from college, and in college, man, like my freshman year, Karen was still here in high school, um, and uh, I so I was up there, and I was like, I don't want to get in no trouble. I ain't really trying to mess with these chicks up here because if I do that, I probably never come home. So I started working on my jump shot, and I got my jump shot pretty good. I thought it was pretty tight. So I come back home and my dad's like, uh, let's go get Aunt and we can go to the park. It was me and my brother and my dad and we ain't got Aunt. And Aunt, I think, was like maybe 15 at the time, something like that. Um, and I probably was like maybe 20, 21 or something. No, I must have been like, Aunt must have been, yeah, about 15. I probably was like 20, something like that. And, uh, dude, I'm shooting, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go out here and bust ass. I'm about to show Aunt how we get down, you know what I'm saying? Morals, we... We all on the same team. We're about to run this shit, man. We shooting up double rims. I'm breaking like hell. So I just start making passes out and knocking out every jumper. We get off the court. He gonna come up. He's like, "Hey, man. So how you make that pass?" And he said, "I'm so like, nigga, I need to be asking you. <laughs> I ain't did nothing. You shooting a double rim? Come on. Yeah, but it was just. I think it's just that type of, uh, you know, what I'm saying humility that actually allows allows you to get better though. Because I think a lot of cats. Man, I mean, if I was that good at that age, I probably wouldn't. You probably couldn't tell me nothing. I'm probably like, nigga, shut up, man. How many points you have? You know, but it's like listening like that, man. It really is a helpful um, thing, man. So, all right, let's do the question because I just had to run that down. I want to say something real quick. I know, I know. For me, I want to say two stories. First story, I remember one of the first games that me and Roger seen here um, when you was playing at uh, Georgia Tech. And it was so fun to go because when you shot, you shot some shots, and it was like all of a sudden everybody stopped screaming and hollering in the house. Because yeah. it was almost like you just thought we was at the game. Yeah. I can't explain it. And we were hollering and screaming like you could hear me, and I know you're like 400 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> and so, because I love for him runs deep, y'all. It's like I wish I could understand. Yeah. And I, since we have the league pass. I remember you did uh, commercials for the Warriors. Yeah, and, and that oh, thing was yeah. hilarious because, like I said, we watch them late at night, and you know how they do like the little spotlights when people come on and they like stand still and like yeah. like do a little shot. Yeah. I was like, "This is me." Yeah, and I was like, right there, like, "No, it is, it is." It was crazy, man, because it was one of the ones where it's like a whole black background. Yeah, and, uh, everybody's like ice grilling the camera, yeah. and then they show one where Ed's like holding the ball, ice grilling the camera. I was like, yeah. "This nigga." <laughs> like damn, you know. And we was cunt, and it was hard to get everybody to understand because they didn't have league pads. It was like, look, y'all got to get league pads, man. Yeah. It's the only way y'all can see it. And it was, it was the other thing is, it was like, it's hard for me to find that intimidating because I know Anthony, so it's like, man. But still, it was cool though. Um, speaking of which, man, Stephen Jackson here now. Like, and I know a lot of articles said that he took you under his wing when you were a rookie and whatnot. Um. I, I mean, he just seemed like a good dude. Yeah, like, everybody say he is. On my list of like uh, favorite players, you know, obviously, you know, Blood is you number one, obviously. But then it's like 
uh, Steven Jackson and then Kyle Cody Bryant. I just like Steven Jackson. I don't know nothing about this dude other than on the court. Even with the malice and the powers, man, it was like he came up there to help his boy. He didn't come out there like, let me just knock some people out. I don't even know if he threw a punch. He just came up there to get Ron Artez <laughs> and Jamal Tinsley back on the court. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he just seemed like a good dude. And when we got him here, I was like, yo, we got a leader. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably the most loyal dude, you know, that, that I'll ever meet. You know, one of the most loyal people I know. So, he, he took me under his wing. He likes that kind of story where dudes just work hard and humble. Because he came into the league just like that. He was a second-round pick and he thought he was going to be a lottery pick. And he got cut and overseas. And he broke his foot. He went through a lot of stuff. He got back in the league. And he got over the Spurs. He got a ring. And you know, everything kind of took off from there. So, um, he always looked out for me. You know, I, you know, I'll tell him and he'll tell me I'll learn more from him of what not to do. Like, in mm -hmm. terms of just, you know, stuff he's done. But everything he's done has been trying to look out for somebody that he cares for. Somebody that he's cool with. So, it's not like he's a bad person. He's right. just a dude that wears emotions on his sleeve. And he's going to look out for you if he, you know, if he cool with you. Yeah, I remember I, uh, when we when he got traded here, I wrote a blog post before he even played. Where I was just like, this is exactly what the podcast needs. Like, yeah. we need somebody that actually wants to win and doesn't have to be a nice guy all the time. Like, it's not necessarily that you're a bad person for not being a nice guy. I just mean, like, basketball-wise, at any level, the nice dudes lose, man. You can't just be like, I'm going to get pumped out of this call. I guess that's mm -hmm. just going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to, like, I like Omega over for, but that that was kind of his thing. was like, he was so nice. Sometimes you'll be like, man, I think he just going to put on some glasses, go read a book, and forget all about this basketball <laughs> shit. Like, as soon as he showers. As soon as this game over, man, he's like, all right, man, I got shit to do. But um, Jackson just seemed to wear it on his sleeve, man. So, I don't know. I'm just a big fan of his, man. And, like, just, I remember reading that story, reading those stories. Like, man, that's good, man. Like, yeah. And people would be like, you ain't worried about Steven Jackson? No, why? <laughs> Last time I checked, he was he'd have your back. I, was, I, 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 I ain't never hung it out in a circle where having my back was bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. So, um, what about the dunk in Portland, man? Like, uh, I was, I was actually mad. I was pissed off, man. I don't know what something happened. I got it. And I saw Brandon Wood closed out. And, uh, you know, most guys are going to tell me where my jumps are. Right. I saw the lanes on the side. Just drove hard baseline. And nobody stepped up. But usually in the league, it closes the lane. The lane closes. Everybody's so athletic. But I took one dribble and it didn't close. So on my second dribble, I was like, I can get all of them. Just try to dunk. Yeah. So if I wanted somebody to really jump, because I was so mad, I wanted to just dunk on somebody. But it was like they were in there. But they, I wanted yeah. to be like chest to chest. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. They was in there. I was. I was so. I was so into. It, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, he just kind of blanked for a second. Yeah, yeah that was crazy-ass dunk, y'all. Because <laughs> I, I, I probably saw that highlight. There's another time people emailed me like 100. Hey, man, you seen this? Like, yes, I've seen it. Nigga, I've seen it when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but thank I, you for sending it again. I'll watch it again. I don't dunk. I mean, people be like, why you don't dunk more? I'm like, you know, it's, it's whatever. If yeah. I get an opportunity to dunk, I will. But, I mean, I'm just a scorer. I just play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's one of those things, man, where it's like, Probably because you don't do it all the time. When you dunk that, when you dunk that way, it was yeah. like, damn, yeah. like everybody wants to see it, man. <laughs> um, and I, I have a question: How did you get used to the season? Like, I know because it's so. I'm just asking because yeah. it's like so many games. I don't know if anybody did, but it's like I don't know. so many games and it's constant traveling. Like, how did you get adjusted to that? I mean, I think mainly just like figuring out how to pace myself and 
rest. You know, that's the main thing. Cause I mean, when you really love, I feel like I love the game so much that I love playing basketball every day. Like I really like feeling like I got better. I like, you know, I just love it. So really, it's just figuring out how not to burn out quick. You know what I'm saying? So my rookie year, you know, I had hit my little rookie wall or whatever. But I think the playing time being up and down my rookie year benefited me because I could kind of learn how to take care of myself when I wasn't playing, how much to work when I wasn't playing, how to pace my workouts when I started back playing instead of going 100% full speed the whole season when you burn out for a few games. You know, like I was trying to do that, so my second year I got more comfortable with it. And, um, you know, I, I really had more longevity. I have longer streaks of games where I would play well if I was playing. How you like uh, playing with Steph? Cause um, I play with him also at uh, he used to be at the Harris Wild the time for like yeah. a summer or something, yeah. and he bring his brother up there too. Yeah. So. And um, um, the thing with Steph though, man, we played a whole summer with this dude. This is right before you we went to Davidson, right? Yeah. And I, the whole time I was thinking like he good, but he ain't that good. Yeah. Like because the like the moves he would do, they wouldn't be flashy. They would just be. Dope, like yeah. he just crossed over through two people, no extra flash to it, yeah. and then just nailed a jumper. It looked boring, yeah. but that's because he was that damn good. I was thinking the whole time, I was like, he can't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we look look at the Davidson games. This nigga doing that shit to, to good shit. people, yeah. to like, yeah. <laughs> to like to people that's going to the league. I was like, yeah. I was wrong. You know, what I'm saying? like <laughs> I, was wrong. I completely underestimated <laughs> that dude, man. Well, how you like playing with him, man? It's cool, man. You know, I mean. We've been knowing each other and playing against each other on the same team pretty much our whole lives, you know. So, uh, I mean, I, I was like, I wanted them to draft him. When he yeah. Had a chance, so, it was a blessing that he was on the same team. But, I mean, he's, he's a great player, man. It's like, you know, just like, you know, he's proud of me, I'm proud of him. For yeah. Everything you go through, people doubting him and stuff, and still having the mindset and the confidence to come in and almost be with me a year, that's just unbelievable. And he could have, um, he's another dude that, uh, I thought a lot of people were sleeping on him, uh, after his first year, because I was like, yo, he should come out now, because he had, he was playing the two at the time, but I was just like, he need to come out now, because the cold country going crazy, yeah. and they still don't really know that he could play the one. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying, <laughs> they didn't even, like, pro scouts knew, but they were like, we need to see, right. see him put up these numbers, playing point ball for the entire season, he came the next year again. His team wasn't a strong Another good kid, another dude that you wouldn't know, like, you would know probably watching him play on the court, but you, you sat down and talked to him, you wouldn't be like, this dude is going to the NBA, yeah. or he sees himself being a perfect. You'd just be like, oh, you cool, kid. It's funny, it's funny you said it, so I know he told me uh, recently he was at the store, and the kid walked up to him, and just, just went down and started doing push-ups. And he was like, well, he was like, I'm afraid that yeah, he don't. That's another thing. He didn't look like an NBA player, yeah. quote unquote, man. But I mean, he looked kind of small, man. When I was, I was just, I was so wrong about that dude. But the thing is, though, I was on the bandwagon once he started playing good at Davis. I was like, this dude is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But. um that's like just that's another dude that's impressive, man. His brother going to do so we gonna see what he put up too. But they already raving about him, man. So. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. And also, how did you get adjusted to being around superstars? I, I know that might yeah. sound silly, yeah, I know. Nah, yeah. but like, how did you get used to being around? 
Kobe Bryant's and the shit like. I'm not really around, bro. I mean, not around that, but playing against it. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like I had one moment where I was like, it hit me like, like yeah, we played, we were playing, and this was before I was dressing up. Yeah. And I was working out before the game, and you know, other team guys come out and shoot. And I just happened to look down, and I saw Carmelo Anthony, and he was down there shooting. And they just hit me like, hey. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When he was at Syracuse, it was like he was like my favorite player yeah. in the world. He was sick and killing. Yeah. So he kind of Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Cause I like I would like to think that if I was in there, I probably would be annoying to all them dudes. I would always be having some shit to say, like, yo, man, what happened with that game when you uh remember when you shot that layup off the glass and you kind of looked away? They probably be like, nigga, I do that every day. <laughs> I don't know what shot you talked about. I've been the league ten years. You know what I'm saying? But they would probably get tired of my ass quick. But um, the other thing I would do too is talk trash to him. Like, cause you know, nobody can check like LeBron James. Ain't really a secret. You putting up 30 every night. Like, and no one dude would stop them. But if I got unlucky and was assigned to checking LeBron James, if like he hit a couple shots on me, I'd be like, why you didn't use the glass? So then, <laughs> good, right? King James. <laughs> Man, you do that, you piss him off. It's called 58 on you. Hey, if I'm going out, I'm going out swinging. I see him and Kobe doing it. On my team, start talking just a little bit. Maybe a wrong look. They they just looking for the motivation. They want to do it. They're looking for anything, man. I remember when Ant was in Georgia Tech, he came back and was playing ball with us at Harris for just a little bit. And we got on opposite teams. I was trying to be on the same team, but I was like, damn, we're on opposite teams. And my team was some trash. It was some trash. <laughs> JC was out there too. JC was on his team. So they had a good squad and we had the whack squad. And uh but I knew that I was like the, I knew the other dudes on my team was scared because, you know, we had we we just had some dudes that was on some like is that Anthony Brown shit. I was like, <laughs> calm down, dude, calm down, man. We can beat them. Just go ahead and, you know, get focused. So uh like Ant came down, of course they scored like the first three or four points. So then every time I got the ball, I would try to do a crossover, fade away, like something crazy, and then I would just talk trash after I shot the shot. I so then, yeah, so like, like one of them just like banked in. I hit like two or three in a row, but one of them like banked in. Another one like couple was all next. A couple I like did across, and it was like I almost crossed myself, but somehow I got I got enough away from Ant where I just shot the bad shot anyway. And uh, like I hit those shots. No, of course we lost the game. Of course. But, but, but like I just remember being like that's how I would go down if I like if you put Kobe on the court that's how I want to go out where it's just like yo he went at Kobe man yes. Kobe, he sucked <laughs> yeah, how, many, how many did he have oh he had six. Oh, that's good man what Kobe have 48 so yeah I got my six though shit but um uh, the other thing I would do man you got you gotta get you a three point celebration after oh, you get yeah. your shots yeah, you can't take mine my, mine is the double middle fingers grabbing crotch. You can't, ah, you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't no. do that. You gotta get your own. That, that already got a patent yeah. on it. Yeah. Get your own, man, but you need to get you something, man. Just think about what you wanna do, you know what I'm saying? I just, but, I throw, you know, I do a little threes. Yeah, that, I, that. I mean, I do that every once in a while. That's, that's getting old, man. It's 2010, man. You need one for every I'm gonna year. get something. I'm, I'm pretty creative. I'm gonna get something. Yeah, I, I, I got faith in you, man. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, you know what I'm saying? But I know something else coming. All right. Let's do these other people questions because I know they pissed right now. I know. They're like, I'll let you know these personal questions. I've been listening to this shit. This nigga ain't none of my questions. No. All right, man. Um, my boy Will, um, who's on the podcast sometimes, he writes, uh, 
to Anthony. Did you feel you had a legitimate shot of making it to the NBA when you started playing college ball, or was it just a seemingly far-fetched dream that you made come true? Uh, what was it that, what was it like when you stepped on the floor your first time you're playing in the NBA? Oh, so this is like four questions. All right, man. <laughs> the first one, did you think you could make it to the NBA yeah, all I, the time? I always, I mean, it's always been a dream, and I always thought like, you know what I'm saying, if I have faith in God, faith in myself, and I worked hard, I would put myself in a position. Yeah. Or whatever happened, whether I got drafted or not. So I think if I always just saw it as a far-fetched dream, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really pursue it. Right. I hit some real adversity. But I always exactly. thought I was, I was good. Even when I was young, I thought I was good enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Oh, that's that reminds me of another time, man. We went to the park. I can't remember if it was for like a family. It was for a cookout. It was like me, you, Bam, uh, my brother. Um, I'm trying to think if Kiki was out there, but it was like all the all the Marvel boys. Yeah. And we went to this park and we was playing full court on double rounds again. I hate double rounds. <laughs> I could only play that's on how you double rounds, man. I could only I could only do it when I was when I was in college and I had time to just yeah, shoot around. Just shoot, yeah, but once I started working, I was like, damn, like yeah. if you don't shoot around, double rims kick you every time. That's how you learn how to shoot. Seriously. It is. I it tell is. all the kids go shoot on double rim outside. Yeah, it really helps too, man. Because when I was good on the double rims, I was nice in the in the inside. Yeah. Like once was once, once we got in the court, I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. But once I once I stopped shooting on double rims, I was like, all right, man, I gotta. I gotta stop shooting all these J's. But um, yeah, man, we went out there, man. Anthony was shooting the ball so much. He was the youngest out of all of us. <laughs> I was like, I was getting mad, like nigga, shit, pass the ball. <laughs> like, and little did I know, you know what I'm saying? Um, all right. So, what was it like the first time you stepped onto the floor um, playing in the NBA? Um, like my first game, I really got in. Yeah. It was, was kind of weird because it was like two minutes after the game, so I was like, that's no way about it. So, mm. I wouldn't even think about that, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was, it was fun to go out there. You don't really notice the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's on the court. But uh, it's a good feeling. Alright, other than the love of the game and the money, what do you like the most about playing in the NBA? And what do you like the least? You know, like the most about playing, other than the money, the love of the game. That's kind of like the like, main two yeah. things. Like, <laughs> who the fuck would do this every day if they love it and like money? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, That's a terrible just, question. Just just competing against the best in the world, like you know, I mean, it's the best in the world. So you you step on the court with LeBron one night, D Wayne, Kobe, mm. Melo. You know what I'm saying? So that's like that's like a good feeling in itself, right there. Yeah, and just being on the court, you like regardless of how they perceive and you perceive, you in the yeah. club. Yeah. Like I, my whole philosophy with basketball is, I don't got to be better than you all year. I just need to be better than you for however many minutes <laughs> that I'm on the court. <laughs> That's it. So, like, I'm automatically in the club. I don't care who's on the court. Um, who's the hardest person you've had to guard so far? And I know Golden State, y'all play that real tough D, so you probably had to, you probably had to guard some tough people. Um, probably, uh, I had to guard LeBron. I saw that game. In Cleveland, I saw that game. And uh, I mean, it wasn't like he was killing me, but it was just—he was, was so LeBron. he's so big and yeah. like skilled. So he getting the ball, I'm guarding him, and it's like, you know, he taking one dribble, he taking another. I'm trying to take charges, they're not calling. No, nope. and I'm like, you know, just trying to, you know, just trying to guard somebody with that kind of size and athleticism. Plus that same day, man, um, y'all had like, uh, I want to say maybe eight people dressing, yeah, and everybody was out of position. Everybody was. 
I was wearing like <laughs> yeah, you was like the fuck. <laughs> I was mad as hell. Yeah, like, I was. Like, <laughs> I was one game. I was guarding Kenyon Martin. Dang. And he looked down at me and just said, "Y'all really disrespecting me." Bro, look at the pitch. That's what we have, yeah. bro. Like, who's gonna guard you? Like, it ain't on purpose, Kenyon, yeah, man. Like, hey, don't take this person. Yeah, man. Come on. I don't, plus, Kenyon just don't seem like a dude you want to mess with, man. I know he got the lip tats, but he ain't soft. I ain't fucking <laughs> with Kenyon. Um, what part of the game do you feel you need to improve the most? I mean, probably, probably defensively. Just because, I mean, he's playing against the best players in the, in the world. So yeah. You can never be, you know, too good defensively. Even the best defenders in the NBA. But I think the, the most thing is just being more physical defensively, forcing guys to do what I want them to do. And, uh, yeah. That's just something that I think comes with time because my second year I was a whole lot better defensively than my rookie year. And I stayed on the court long in crucial situations. So, uh, I mean, that's just something I feel like I'm going to get better at anyway just because it's a feel for the game. What about just like, does the scout report play into that when like they're telling you like this dude guys left, this yeah, dude? That's, that's like the main way. It's like studying for a test, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta know exactly what your man does and how to stop it. I don't see how people can't stop Rondo then. Rondo got one hand, and he tricky though. He, he tricky with that one hand, I give you that much. Well, the thing about him is he's he, he's smart enough to realize that okay, they're making me shoot jumpers, right? Faster than everybody on the court. Right. So if I can just get to where I want to get on the court, I know where I'm gonna get people open. I know where I'm gonna get my little layups and floaters. That's true. So when you, when you figure that out, it's like that's all it's about figuring out. You know, like Kobe will tell you, he figured out where he's gonna get his shots on the court. Yeah. He knows he's defending. He knows he's defending. He the same way. Some people just gift because LeBron's the same way. The second uh, Rondo get a jump shot, though, it's over. Like, he's, if he's, I don't know how much work you put in on that J, but the second that thing automatic, man, it's going to be ugly. And I know y'all watch a lot of film and videos and things like that. Like, do you watch so much videos you dreaming about it? Uh, <laughs> daydreaming, for sure. Definitely daydreaming. I ain't never I'm gonna probably have some dreams about, you know, who I got to face It's like, when you hear that stuff so much, you think about it all the time. It's like, it's still in your Yeah, I feel mentally, that's probably it. Like, you probably want to envision it, but you don't want to have, like, nightmares about it. Nah, you know? nah, <laughs> no, I hope not. It ain't that serious. <laughs> like, my dream, I'm gonna be having, like, shit, that shit go down, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron ain't have no points on me, dog. Um, and these last two questions, I can't ask you, Will. Uh, one of them's about Delonte West. I ain't even going into mm-hmm. that. And the other one is about what GSW might stand for. So, people that's really in the basketball, maybe y'all figure that shit out, but I ain't about to say it. Um, uh, questions for Ed. This is my boy John uh, Kennedy. Uh, he's, uh, he was my roommate in college. He's a cool dude. Uh, since I heard that you were a big UNC fan growing up, since they didn't recruit you, did that make you play harder against them? Yeah, definitely. Man, I was killed on We went to that game. Yeah. I was on TV, too, a yeah. lot. I was drunk. <laughs> I had on, like, a Carolina hat and was cheering my ass off behind Georgia Tech at the bridge for Anthony. Yeah. People was calling me and shit. Dog, you on TV? I'm like, I don't got time. <laughs> he got 17 and a half time, man. It's on. Um, is Randolph really as crazy as he looks? Uh, he look cool to me. He's cool, man. He's like, you know, I kind of took him under my wing and just, you know, he came out 
came in the same year. We spent a lot of time for the season my rookie year. So we had to build like a relationship just as far as like helping each other survive through different things. You know, yeah. just being rookies in the NBA. So. And he's talking about Esme Randolph, y'all. So yeah. um, that's a, another player on the Warriors. And um, first time I saw Randolph, man, I thought he was so out of control. He just looked so like like I'm in the game. You know what I'm saying? It took him it took him a while to calm down. But like, that's, yeah, that's the, he used that's to be like half a step from making a spectacular play at every like he would be every like play, yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he would come. I mean, one time he came down. Uh, it was on a break. He was. Not really by himself, but almost by himself. Like he was faster than the other dude that was on beat. Man, he took off from so far away from the basket, man. Yeah. That I think in his mind he was like, I'm gonna dunk the hell out of this. But then when he got in the air, it was like, I can't dunk from behind the free throw line. <laughs> he tried to turn it into a layup and he missed it, man. But I was like, He barely missed it. Yes, he almost hit it. I was like, yo, this dude can be nice. I actually picked up all the Warriors on my fantasy team too, because I'm the low. You want some fantasy stash? I need to mess with the Warriors. Um, other than Kobe LeBron, the usual suspect. Who who in the league is on the low, unstoppable? There's so many people. Like, uh, yeah. It's like, it's so quick, man. Um, Rondo. Yeah. Yeah. Tough to guard because it's so fast. Uh, probably Steve Nash. Uh, it's some big men like that. Uh, Carlos Boozer is hard to guard. Chris Paul, Darren Williams. I got one for you. What about Corey McGetty? Because I watch him. <laughs> I don't think people, like, they just don't be watching the Warriors, so they don't know. But, like, Corey McGetty get buckets, man. And they be hard buckets. They not easy. Like, by the end of the season, man, his fingers was broke. Like, he was all he was all beat up and stuff, but that dude goes hard, man. He's hard, man. And, he, and he'll defend, you know, multiple positions. Yeah. Play out of position defensively. Like, I mean, we, I mean, he actually just got traded. So yeah, I saw that. I was kind of sad. Not sad, but I just was like, you know, it would kind of hurt to see him go because he's yeah. such a good mentor, a good, you know, older guy. He looked out for me a lot. Um, I learned a lot from him on and off the court. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, he just basically told me you got to make the game easier. Like for me, I'm a driver, so guys will take away me driving, so I have to learn to make a jump shot. It's like right. for me, you can make jump shots, guys gonna run you off the lines and learn to make pull up jump shot left to right. He's like, I know you can do it, just show it. And it's not, you know, make the game as simple as you can. It's not that it's not that serious. So. Yeah, I love that dude, man. I mean I know he went to Duke, but once you graduate, I don't care. You can't Honestly. tell that he went to Duke. No, you really can't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was one of them like exceptions. Um, let's see. What team would you take the league minimum to play on? Why would anybody do that? I'm not answering. Don't answer that. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to win, so nah, just I'll pay for free. Okay. <laughs> um, do that at your job. Let's see how long that'll last. Yeah. Um, and my boy uh, C Square, he's a big Warriors fan, and um, he's and because he's a Warriors fan, I think that's why he's asking about the Warriors. But he said. Uh, do you think the chances of you being back and going to state are good? Cause they still want you around. So I don't know. I mean, that's it's, it's a business, right? So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I know you did get to do Good Morning America. Yeah. Uh, so I how was that, man. man? It was cool. It was like 3 a.m. Cause I had to be on on West Coast time. That's why I'm looking so crazy. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was so tired, man. Ooh, but, yeah, it was cool. Uh, Al Roker is a real, real good dude, man. It's like you know, 
when the camera's off, he's, he doesn't turn into, you know, an animal. Like, right. just give me this. You know, get this kid out of here. Yeah. Beat it. Put my cigar. <laughs> cool, That's good, though, man. I mean, just, I mean, it was also cool just to be like, hey, you're, for this, you are representing the team, or you're representing the NBA. Like, that's dope. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. For them to have that kind of faith in you. Somebody wants to know, do you read this form about basketball? Do you read any internet forms about basketball? No. Yeah, I don't no, think no, I would no, either. I mean, because I, 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 mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like I see everything firsthand. So yeah. I, feel like I don't need to read what people think about me I'm, or anything else. I give them the, I give, will give the Warriors uh, writers and fans props, though. Yeah. They have nothing but good shit to say about it. Yeah. Seriously, it's, uh. it's almost crazy. Like, that was the best situation for him to get in the NBA in my opinion. Like I couldn't think of a better match or a better team or better just city, like fans, like everything about that place is just so positive. It's almost built up for like that's why I think they got so many dudes, well obviously injuries, but from the NBDL that came there and was good. Like a lot of cats man, they come from the from from the DL and it's like, well, my confidence ain't the same as some of these cats and you know the second you fuck up it's like man you know, you see I guess it. I shouldn't be out here. Yeah. But they fans so positive, dude. Like, all y'all got to do is be in the game by, like, 5, 10 points. They going crazy. They just ready to, I, I mean, honestly, we have them. I think they're the best fans in the NBA. Like, yeah. I never, they're the best fans I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, they come in the games when we on, like, five, six games, losing streaks, and it's packed, and yep. they're still cheering like we going to the playoffs. So, yeah. I always give them props for that, man. It's like they're very loyal. I think it's a good situation for me because it's a loyal city. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm a loyal person, so it's like a good, it's a good fit. Yeah, it was games where it was like he'll be down, like they'll be down like 20, going like a 5-0 runner. So they still down 15. But crowds going crazy. They they us back in so many home games, man. Any any home game that we either lost close or won, it was probably because they, you know. We got on the road. Yeah, I mean, them, you got eight people out there. Yeah, they could, they realize it. Yeah, they know it. Um, what's the feeling in the locker room regarding team ownership? Don't answer that. What's the league consensus about playing in Golden State? Is it an attractive destination? Well, you just spoke about the crowd, so I would say it's pretty attractive. Yeah. Um, is it a stopgate for uh, gap for up and coming like D leaguers to make a name and get paid elsewhere? I mean, once again, like. You see the results, man. They take people from backgrounds where you have, like, the most people. I think this year they had the most people ever from the D-League play in, in one season on one team. Yeah. So, I mean, and they were getting numbers. It wasn't just like, I'm on the team, I'm averaging two points and three boards. Like, it was like, pick them up on your fantasy team. But yeah. you might have 20 tonight. And my question is that, and, and I know you probably can't answer this, but why don't they have a draft? Just straight from the DLE into the NBA. I don't know why they. I don't know. They just. Know, it's, it's they really, do for like baseball and some other yeah, sports. Yeah, it's, it's really like I think it's like the DLE is just a developmental league for guys that have to get they either get drafted, teams move down. Yeah, so they like become. Sometimes you can go to different teams or whatever, depending okay. on your contract. So, but it, it is like a little. It's like some rule where you can be eligible for the draft. Through the D League, like you can yeah. be in the D League. Oh, Somebody got okay. drafted. Yeah, okay. it, it happened this year. It happened like a couple years ago. Yeah. So it's like it's not like it's like a rare case. It's something, but I don't you know. I don't really know about it. Who will win a three point shooting contest between you and your cousin? 
Anthony Wood, man. He's talking about me. <laughs> I can't shoot. I'm about to say, because uh, it's only three of us, and I know the hell you ain't talking about yeah, me. I, can, I can't yeah. shoot, man. I No, of course not. <laughs> Does Rod really tell? Man, we don't really go out to eat, but the answer is yes, man. <laughs> I don't know what kind of question this is, man. Some of y'all being funny. Uh, oh, and somebody mentioned that you tweet too, so they put your Twitter name up there. Black Boy Pacino, uh, B O I, not B O Y. And uh, I don't know. I just, that's all the questions I can answer from some of this shit. Cause some of y'all asking like rumors and shit and trying to cause team disharmony and shit. <laughs> like, is it true you hate Steph Curry? Like, damn, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> trying to get paid. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? But, um, yeah, man, we appreciate you doing this, man. That's really all the questions I think we got, man. I'll, uh, I'll check the email one more time. Yeah, that's it, man. So, hope you had fun, man. Hey, it was great, man. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to come back. Seeing you. Day, and Please, what do you think about this for a catchphrase? Hand down, pants down. See what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, ass out. You know what I'm saying? That's how my jumper, my jumper that way. Oh, uh, my boy asked about the airplane travel. What you think about that? It's cool that y'all charge money for food and stuff. So. And your brother's on Twitter too, right? Nah, you know. Oh, you're not on that? I play ball with him at, um, now. He got an account. He's never on it though. Oh, okay. Do you have, oh, you ever worry about somebody pulling like a Daniel Artest where it's like, like Artest wasn't saying nothing, but then Daniel Artest was on the internet tweeting. And it became it made ESPN. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't do it. That's you know, it's Ron Artest in that situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I would never do that though. Just so you know, I ain't about to be like, man, this nigga need to pass the ball. This some bullshit. <laughs> I been speaking for Anthony. Seven oh four. Like, come on, dog. I don't know, but uh, yeah, man, thank you for doing this, man, and uh. Uh, we really enjoyed it, and I actually got to go to my second job, so I'm late as hell. But it was oh, well. worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> oh well. But uh, until next time, guys. Oh, don't forget to um, go to the podcast page, uh, Podomatic, or go to my blog, theblackouttips.blogspot.com, and you can hit the donate button. You know what I'm saying? And also, uh, don't forget to spread the word, man. Retweet this shit. Um, tell people on Facebook about it, man, because you know we're trying to blow up a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's a good quality product. So if you had fun laughing at the BT Awards and talking about the NBA, make sure you tell the words. So until next time, love you. I love you too. Peace. We out. It isn't much, but it's enough to make me wonder what's in store for us It's lust, it's torturous, you must be a sorceress Cause you just did the impossible, gain my trust Don't play games, it'll be dangerous if you fuck me over Cause if I get burnt, I'ma show you what it's like to hurt Cause I've been treated like dirt before you And love is evil, spell it backwards, I'll show you Nobody knows me, I'm cold, walk down this road all alone It's no one's fault but my own, it's the path I've chosen to go Frozen in the snow, I show no emotion whatsoever So don't ask me why I have no love for these motherfucking hoes Bloodsucking succubuses, what the fuck is off with this? I've tried in this department, but I ain't had no love with this It sucks, but it's exactly what I thought it would be like trying to start over I got a hole in my heart, but some kind of emotional rollercoaster Something I won't go on till you toy with my emotions So it's over, it's like an explosion Every time I hold you, I wasn't joking when I told you You take my breath away, you're a supernova and I'm a space-bound rocket ship and I'm still
takes When I'm with you I get the shakes My body aches when I ain't with you I have zero strength There's no limit on how far I would go No boundaries, no lengths Why do we say that until we get that person that we think Gonna be that one and then once we get them it's never the same You want them when they don't want you Soon as they do feelings change It's not a contest of nine I'm no conquest for no mate I wasn't looking when I stumbled onto you Must have been fake But so much of the stake What the fuck does it take? Let's cut to the chase Put a door shuts in your face Promise me if 